This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Anytime a rumor pops up and I say I'm going here and Riz is going there, and I was like, hey, maybe we'll still be playing against each other. Whatever. I mean, it's just, you know, that's what you got to do. You got to, like, I mean, you can't just sit there and sulk or, or whatever, whatever it may be. Like, you can't just, you know, think about it nonstop because then you go crazy and then it takes away from what you do on the field. And I've been through that in, in early on, in 18 and whatever, 19, 20. I let it kind of bubble up in there and kind of, like, pay more attention to it in a negative way. And now it's kind of, for me, it's just, you know, taking whatever in stride and saying to my, I can't control any of this. So there's no need to, to stress about it or worry about it or, you know, all those bad things that come with anxiety and worry. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. That's the voice of Chris Bryant expected to be moving on from the Cubs uh, by the time we get to Friday afternoon's deadline, that is weird that it's going to be a Friday afternoon, like a bit of a news dump. There's usually some sort of a celebration. Um, it's, it's a big deal, like on a Monday or Tuesday with the MLB trade deadline. They they should have bumped it up. I mean, I don't know. Thursday, yeah, you've got the NBA it. draft. I don't know. Yeah, they moved it up. They did move it up because it's usually July 31st. They didn't want it on Saturday, so they moved it to July 30th. But I would have been Friday. fine with Monday, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, I wonder if it. Yeah, like, who cares if it's Monday, August 2nd, right? Like, what's yeah. the real difference? Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's Friday. So we are a couple days away. Chris Bryant there. It sounds like he is pretty resigned to uh, what's going to happen here over the next couple of days, that his time as a Cub is about to end. That's Joe Giulio. I'm Joe Ostrowski. You've got BetQL Daily weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon on the BetQL Network. Follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. In about 20 minutes, we'll check in with Anthony Amico. Help, uh, help you bet on tomorrow night. NBA draft. We'll talk to him about how these markets are a movement. He's been all over it. We'll go prop shopping in a few minutes, but we heard from Chris Bryant because rumors are flying everywhere. Our uh, Odyssey MLB insider, John Heyman tweeting about an hour ago. He continues to hear it's a real buyer's market for position players. Lots of stars on the market. Bryant story. Baez Rizzo Turner. Buxton, Marte, Escobar, Gallo, Peralta. Hearing of many offers of B-level prospects for established A-names. Contenders are focused on pitching. So are these teams going to unload all these position players that they want? You know, it it feels like teams are surprised every year that teams just want to add pitching, 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 bolster that bullpen. Like, this is not a surprise. The position players never get you the haul that you think you're going to get especially rentals. I mean, that, yes. this, this really was slow. I remember a couple of years ago when the Dodgers got Machado and they gave the Orioles like three B or C level prospects. It was not much for a, a great player that they needed in the middle of a pennant race. And I feel like we're about to have the same thing happen with a guy like Chris Bryant, who's you can kind of put in that kind of realm as Machado, really good player, star player, but he's in his walk here. Like how much are they going to get? I thought it was interesting last night, Joe, the, 
John Morosi threw out the idea of Joey Bart, who's one of the best prospects in baseball, catcher uh, for the Giants, that maybe the, the, the Giants and Cubs have talked and the Cubs are, are looking at, at Bart. But then he threw in like that the Giants would need more, that if Bart's going to be the piece I agree. Goes, they need more. You know what's interesting about it? Because you would think, like, and I saw your reaction, like, really? They're going to get Bart? I, I wonder if the Giants think that Buster Posey's renaissance is real. Because then what are you going to do with this catcher? You, know, you have a catching prospect. He's never going to get to play. So suddenly he could become expendable. That's, that's Can an I interesting float something thing. out there if they were to do that, if the Cubs were to get Bryant back? I mean, you have to imagine Wilson Contreras goes to San Francisco then as well. Mm. Mm. It's, is Bart enough then? Because you, you're getting an extra year at Contreras. I would think so. I mean, Contreras is about to be 30, Bart's 24. I mean, for the Cubs, that's basically just kicking the can down the road. But, I mean, I think it, there's no way you can believe that Posey is going to keep this up. And well, and when, when I saw Morosi throw that out there, and, you, and you're right, Joe G, that was my reaction when I saw that tweet. I was like, what? What? We all know they're trading Chris Bryant for a rental? You're going to get right. Joey Bart? Are you kidding me? Yeah, and, and the Contreras thing makes sense that Jake just brought up. I also thought about yeah. Kimbrell. Like maybe they they'd want Kimbrel and Brian, like a one stop shop for the Giants or any one contender. Mega deal, yeah, one mega deal, get it all done. Uh, boy. So if you're the Giants, you know the situation. Hmm. They don't think about it this way. I was just gonna say, hey, this is this might be your time to strike because you know the Dodgers aren't going go anywhere. Same deal with the Padres moving forward, and they've had some of their issues with with their starters and uh, health this season. But they're not gonna view it that way. They think they're on the rise and they're not going anywhere as well. Yeah, I feel like they're going to buy, but it's a matter of yeah. I don't think they're going to they're going to pay a lot. I, right. I think for those West teams, the real race is not just to win the division; it's to avoid the playoff, the, the one game playoff game. Like if if you're the Giants or the Dodgers, your path to the World Series is not playing in that one game playoff. Mm-hmm. It's it's letting the other two knock each other out, and then you have a you 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 set up your pitching staff, you have home field, you have the five game series. That's what it feels like those teams are fighting for. Forget like you know win the World Series. They just got to avoid the one game wild card. That that's really what this seems to be about for the next two months. It feels uh, it feels kind of slow so far. I thought there'd be more action with all the teams that that are involved right now that could be in a position to buy. So I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. When I hear oh it's a buyer's market or it's a seller's market. Well, let's see what actually happens because a lot of times we build this up and. There are a lot of Mariners out there, a lot yeah. of teams that are just looking to sell. They know they're not in that small list of teams that could actually win a World Series. Don't I, tell me about what you're going to do in the division. Tell me what you, what kind of a run you're going to go on. I wonder if the Scherzer uh, entrance into the market changed things. Like, Because it, it seemed sure. like a week ago he wasn't available, and now everyone's like, wait, before I make this deal for X, Y, or Z, like, can I get Max Scherzer? Because that he's the Verlander of this year. He He's the... CC Sabathia of this year, whoever you want to say, like he could change the whole pennant race wherever he goes. What are you giving up if you're the Astros for Scherzer? A lot. I mean, isn't he your ticket back to the World Series? Well, I, when we were talking about the Bryant Giants rumors, I was thinking, is Chris Bryant an over the top move? Uh, no, he's not. He's a really good player, love the player, but he's not an over the top move as a rental. Scherzer to the to the front end of that Astros rotation does feel like an over-the-top move. Or the Dodgers. The yeah. Dodgers are lost. I, mean, I don't think Bauer's going to pitch again. Everyone that we've talked to on our show, John Heyman, Nightingale, they've all told us, yeah, he's probably not coming back. And they just, well, they just extended that administrative leave two more weeks. So the Dodgers need a starting pitcher. And, I, you know, we talked earlier this week that like maybe after the deadline we would redo or kind of jump in with some markets here. 
Joe, I'm at the point now where if the Dodgers don't get a starter, I might take the Giants to win the West. I've been thinking about it all year. Like, and I know the numbers moved. It's not as good as it was a month ago, but I think the Giants are going to outlast them unless they get a Scherzer. Then I'll, then I think the Dodgers win it. But you have, you have the first place team at plus 250. And we're in the final stretch of the season. Got two months to go. I know. So, so whatever the Dodgers do, the market's going to react and they're going to pick the Dodgers. They're going to bet on the Dodgers. Just wait. Just wait. Don't you expect the Dodgers to do more at the deadline? Yeah. I, I feel like yeah. aren't they desperate for a starter, whether it's Barrios or it's Scherzer? Like they're gonna they have to get somebody. And, and now there's rumblings out of Minnesota that they're gonna keep Barrios. Why? I, I have no idea what some of these teams are doing. Yeah, and, and it's crazy how this league's gonna change in, in two more days or tonight or tomorrow or maybe Friday afternoon, right at four o'clock. All right, so we'll uh, stay on top of it, keep you updated on anything that we see out there. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes, Joe O and Joe G. And Joe G, let's go Let's go prop shopping. And we start with K-props. A couple things stand out to me. How about you? Um, the one that I was looking at was Robbie Ray, seven-inning game. Um, Robbie Ray has struggled against the Red Sox. That, that's the one thing. Like, I'm always – Whenever I find a Robbie Ray K-prop, I'm always usually all over, and he's been so good. I mean, I, you had him for a while. I was jumping on him. We were talking about his his potential entrance into a, you know, American League Cy Young. But when he's gone, and I haven't found the number yet, but whatever it is in the seven inning game, I'm gonna. I don't know if we'll get one because I, a lot of times with these double headers, they don't post them. I if it's around let's say six and a half, five and a half, I'm probably gonna go the under, especially if it's. I mean, he's had some of his numbers have been seven and a half, eight and a half recently. If I see six and a half in a seven inning game, I'm probably going to go under. I don't, I, I, Ray has struggled so much against those Red Sox hitters. That's an under or nothing. That's yep. an under or nothing for me. Uh, here, here's one that really popped to me Arizona and Texas tonight. Madison Bumgarner going for the Diamondbacks against this Texas lineup. Why, oh, why is the number. Six and a half. That's way too high. <laughs> way too high. I mean, it's juiced, and I've been talking about some of these numbers that have been juiced a lot lately, but it feels like it should definitely be five and a half. Yeah, that, I mean, that at least it's off. Like that, once in a while, you get a number that's just totally off, and that's one of them. Okay, so let's look at his game log one, six, two, four, two, five. Um, he had nine and seven in back to back starts against the Marlins in early May. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No, it doesn't. Let so me throw I, Sean Manaya out under. there. Sean Manaya A's up against the Padres tonight in San Diego. He's coming off of 11 strikeouts in his last, or excuse me, 13 in his last game against the Mariners. Um, if you go back to June 20th, 11, 7, 6, 6, 7, 13 for Manaya. He's been on a run. Six and a half is the number tonight. I like the over. Did you see the other the other side of the game is six and a half too? Snell. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Jake Asanta <laughs> to fade that I, later in the show. I'd go over on that one if I had to. It's not one because of my the favorite history, The history. Yeah, the he's got a thirty percent strikeout rate against this roster. I know, but if there's one lesson this show has taught the people is that Blake Snell, Snell stinks. stinks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he he did. Yeah, he, he did have eight last time. I don't know that he's going to repeat that performance. Okay, so I don't mind the Manaya one. Don't mind that one at all. Odorizzi's five and a half. And I know Seattle's been striking out a lot, but that feels kind of high for what he's been doing. He's tough to figure out. He goes up and down, up and down. Sometimes he has one strikeout. Sometimes he has eight. Yeah, I was. I, I'm, that's a stay away for me. 
Uh, what I'm about what about Hap going up against Detroit, who surprisingly has not been striking out of late? Well, they've been the team of the second half. I just I, I continue to watch the Tigers and just think about that. Was it 97 won the ticket in the Detroit yes. that had John and, and was pushing for a playoff trip? Uh, they're not good enough, but you know what? They have played better. They came back in that game late last night and won that game on the Cabrera single. What what's the half number? Uh, and that's this afternoon. It's at five and a well, I think it's five and a half. Five and a half for Jay Half? What year is this? <laughs> that's an under. <laughs> Jay well, there's that person. I mean, you look over the last couple of years, and Detroit has always been a team that, near the top of the league with the strikeout rate, and that's completely flipped lately. Yeah, now they've been better. I mean, I think some of the some of the young hitters are better. Cabrera's still in the lineup. He doesn't strike. Obviously, doesn't strike that much. I mean, Jay Happ, he, he has seven point one strikeouts per nine. I mean, Jay Happ's strikeout rate. Look at it as the years have gone on. He he's gone from nine. This is the last five years: nine eight, eight nine, seven eight, seven seven. 7-1. Like, we're going the wrong way here. Jay Happ's ability to miss bats is, just doesn't exist anymore. His last start against Detroit, he pitched seven innings, and he had four strikeouts. That's hard to do. It is. Seven in innings game? four strikeouts and gave up 11 trying to do that. Joe, let me throw a home run prop at you. Go ahead. Chris Bryant going out with a bang here. Again, I, well, I got two that stand out to me. One's Chris Bryant, three home runs against Tyler Maley in his career. So he's hit him really well. Uh, and he could go out with a bang before he gets traded from the, the Cubs. The other one, and we had a, a listener tweet us yesterday and ask if uh, he should take Max Muncy against the Giants. Max Muncy against the Giants feels almost like an autoplay because of how he's killed them this year. He's got great numbers off of De Squafani. We, oh. both like the Gi- we both like the Dodgers tonight, so they're going to have to get their runs from somewhere. Uh, I could see Muncy take a De Squafani out. Plus, anytime Max Muncy's hitting the ball into the bay out there. I'm always thinking about when he told Matt, uh, Madison Bumgarner to go, to go get the ball out of the ocean, which was one of the great moments. <laughs> I love that. Uh, you've been on fire with the home run props. We talked about Harper yesterday. We talked yep. about wisdom. I don't know if people found that as a pinch hitter. Uh, what, what else did we hit? There was another one. Well, the one I was all over. Oh, I got. I was so disappointed. So the wind was blowing in last night at San Francisco. I had Darren Ruff. Remember the plus six hundred? I was oh, all yeah. over Darren Ruff. Yes. He yes. crushed one a center, and I was like, I, I was watching. I was like, I got it. And then it died 30 feet from the wall. Like mm. that was one of those nights where the wind, and I'm sure you have this all the time at Wrigley, where you know the depending on how the wind is going, you could yeah. feel like you have it, and then it's like, oh no, that's not even close. What do we think about Sanchez plus 250 today? Against um, Waka. Yeah, that could be. Waka is cer- certainly a guy you could take out. I like that one a little bit. Um, the the Bryant makes a lot of sense. Bryant, He's- 19 plate appearances, thousand slugging against Bailey. Yeah. Joey Votto's on a run. More Joey Votto? Against Davies. I could see it. I could see it. What's he got? Four home runs last three games, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you should mention Hernandez again, too, because same pitching matchup. Five. That's right. That was from yesterday. Five home runs in his career off of Robbie Ray, which is, I mean, that's, I mean, he has a good amount of play appearance. It's not like he's only faced him a few times. Uh, That was the Harper one yesterday. He hit the home run off of Fetty. He now has five home runs off of Eric Fetty in like 22 plate appearances. It's nuts. Yeah, he stinks. He stinks. Yeah, but it does. But it's uh, it's Kike Hernandez. He has five homers and I think 59. He's seen Robbie Ray a lot from their NL West days. So he sees mm-hmm. him a lot and he knows he knows him well. Uh, same deal with the other Hernandez on the Toronto side. The Oscar. Yeah, yeah. He's six for 11 uh, with a 1,400 OPS against Richards. And uh, Vlad, six for nine off of Garrett Richards. 
The Blue Jays must just think the ball is a beach ball when Garrett those, is pitching. Are both of those games going to go over? I mean, the scoring should be sky high there in that doubleheader. Yeah. yeah, I agree. All right. All right. Gave you plenty of options. Five afternoon games, 11 tonight. So you can get some action all day long if that's what you're looking for. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio. This is BetQL Daily. How are we going to bet tomorrow's NBA draft? Pro better Anthony Amico will drop by and help all of us. That is next, so keep it locked on BetQL Daily from BetQL.